is part of corporate diva series and which is essentially covering to celebrate women's day month special for the month of march 2023 and today we have the linchpin behind the series deepika trehan and uh, i would like to take a moment to thank neerja ganesh for introducing deepika to me deepika is, is such a wonderful leader and who is uh, supporting many women leaders across the globe through corporate diva deepika is a leading voice in the world of diversity and inclusion as the founder and ceo of corporate diva she has dedicated her career to creating impactful and unique initiatives for global clients with a special focus on gender generation and neurodiversity her work is not just a tick in the dei checkbox but a true commitment to creating a more inclusive and equitable world for all through her work she brings a human side to business with empathy and compassion at the forefront her expertise in women leadership development global statistics on the gender gap and role modeling make her a sought after resource and leader for organizations looking to make real change her work has been applauded in person by sherry blair an english barrister and writer for her contribution in women leadership development she has been consistently contributing towards employee well-being and development diversity and inclusion at workplace and has created an ever growing tribe of corporate sisterhood through her flagship women leadership development program corporate diva enabling empowerment in corporate india and we are truly honored and privileged to partner with corporate diva tribe and in an effort to feature all the women leaders as part of this corporate diva series for the month of march 2023 this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future friends i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but on a mission to make the world a better place to live through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career thank you so much for joining me deepika i'm super super excited to have you part of this conversation and thank you so much for everything that you are doing to the society and uh, really appreciate all your efforts in terms of developing women leaders across the globe especially on the diversity equality and inclusion the dei part which is not one, one thing that caught my attention is di is not a checkbox we have to do it by spirit not just by the letter right that immensely talks about the work that you have been doing and kudos and salute to all the hard work that you have been doing and more power to you hearty welcome to the guiding voice thank you navin thank you for such a wonderful introduction and it's completely a pleasure to be on this conversation with you on your fabulous podcast thank you yeah so pleasure to have you uh, deepika and without further ado let's get into our conversation i am curious to understand your career journey of course we had an offline conversation where you briefed me about your corporate career before taking plunge into corporate diva right so i would like you to explain your brief milestones about in your career journey to our audience as well thank you i'm just an ordinary woman like you said you're an ordinary person and ordinary it professional just driving the podcast by passion 
that's exactly the space that I belong to. My background is I hail from the armed forces background and uh, I'm married to a farmer guy. So I've seen service right from the place that I was born in to the place that I've been nurtured in. Academically, I am an MBA uh, in HR and uh, training and development and um, have had a corporate career, then went through the circle of life and uh, had to move countries for close to a decade. I was out of India and then uh, got back uh, to India and then got back to the work that I was doing in the corporate space. But uh, with the kind of exposure I had and with the learnings that I got outside uh, of the country, meeting more diverse people, I realized that there has got to be a larger purpose to what I'm doing rather than just reporting to a nine to five job. And um, that's where uh, another shift to Bangalore happened, which is where I said, probably this is an inclination by the universe that you start following and doing things that align with your purpose. The purpose was to, to build uh, women leaders until we reach a space of equity where we no more have to specify the gender and we just continue building leaders. So that's a little about my journey as a corporate employee, as a person who's experienced life both outside and, uh, you know, of, of India um, mm-hmm. and it, within India and as, an, as a philanthropist. Because a lot of my work is driven by passion. A lot has to do with giving back to the society. And yet one is able to pay the bills. So it's a beautiful combination. (laughs) Indeed. And now let's talk briefly about top three things that have attributed to your success so far. Maybe you may call them as your success mantras or whatever. So top three things uh, that have really contributed to my success. uh, And I... And I answer this from a very personal level. There are three elements that I, in my journey, uh, found my anchoring towards. And those three mantras can apply to any scope, any space of life, be it in in the professional ecosystem or even outside the uh, professional ecosystem. And those three elements, which I proudly state, are sabra, shukra, and sabdera. These are three Hindi words. Sabra means patience, perseverance. Shukra means gratitude. And Sabtira means surrender. Now, let me explain that a little more for the audience. Life, no matter in which phase you are, will challenge you, will push you, will put you down in pits before it lifts it up. And you've got to be perseverant. You've got to be patient to understand and trust that process. So patience is a massive virtue which plays a massive role in the journey of an individual, uh, be it in their social or professional ecosystem. Shukra is gratitude. And we hear a lot about this whole buzzword called gratitude. Uh, But what is important is that we often pay gratitude. Oh, thank you, God, I got a promotion. Oh, thank you, God, I got this. But we always express gratitude for when when we perceive things as a reward, recognition, a positive coming into our lives. I've learned to pay gratitude to the not so positive things that came into my life because traversing through this journey, I realized that it was the not so good things that were the blessing in disguise, that were the rewards and recognition that nurtured and differentiated me to build differently from the the, the rut. So massive gratitude for that. And of course, coupled with the gratitude of having a, you know, a, a roof over your head and the meal on your plate. 
and the third being Sabtera. Sabtera is essentially uh, a Hindi translation of surrendering and surrendering to a larger power. And I believe and I've learned to believe uh, that uh, when you're hustling and doing your best for achieving something, and no matter how hard you try, it's not translating in your favor, means there's a larger power guiding you towards a door, a path that is meant for you, which probably you're missing out on. So somewhere, when you've had the patience and perseverance, when you've been expressing gratitude, when you've been doing what you've been what needed to be done, and still things are not going <clears throat> your way, that's when you say, all right, God, I surrender to the larger power. Guide me to the path that I'm meant to be on. So these elements truly, truly define uh, my career path as well. Mm -hmm. Such a profound set of thoughts. And uh, I could uh, resonate with you on point number three. Like when we started uh, TGV in English, right? Uh, we were listed in global top 3%. But my goal was to get into top 2.5% last year. It did not happen. And then off late, I realized, okay, many of my community members have been asking, why don't you start channel in Telugu? Right? I started that and it has become a huge success. And later I started getting more and more requests from people across India saying, why don't you start it in Hindi? Right? That is where I can relate to, I think probably we are destined to fit into a larger purpose. Right, rather than confine it ourselves to a single language or something of that sort. So it actually uh, resonated with me so well. And thank you for sharing those thoughts. Now, let's uh, highlight the challenges that you faced as a woman okay, in your career journey, both in the corporate world as well as as an entrepreneur. Right. And how did you overcome those challenges, uh, Deepika? Sure. Um, you know, as a woman professional at work, um, you know, we come across that WhatsApp image of a woman with multiple hands, right? Uh, at least five set of hands right, behind yeah. her. I think in day-to-day -day life as well, we women have so many hands, just that they're probably invisible. Uh, which also translates to the fact that there are certain challenges, certain responsibilities that we shoulder on ourselves, which we may ourselves be unaware of and just take it on. Uh, because it is the done thing to do. So I think the challenge number one for me would be the fact that we tend to take on a lot on ourselves and keep it to ourselves without asking for support, without delegating the burden of responsibilities and you know our to-do list that come our way. So the first challenge would be that I have not successfully in the initial years of my career successfully delegated and asked for support, which I learned in the process that needs to be done. The second challenge is there are prevalent biases. There are certain stereotypes and gender does play a role in terms of how you are perceived in the professional ecosystem. Maternity happens uniquely to women. Marriage happens and suddenly I have been through a phase where I was lined up for an international project and the moment I broke the news on me getting married, as though my marriage just cancelled out my credibility of all those years of work, very politely I was shifted out of the project. You know how, you know, words can play. But deep inside I knew that it was that step in my life which caused that kind of a, uh, a hurdle, uh, you know. But... Uh, so that is one thing that that happened my way, which which was a challenge. 
And the third thing is that initially, and I'm talking about challenges that I've been able to overcome, which is why I can highlight the importance of these challenges, is lack of self-belief. Mm-hmm. We women struggle massively with the imposter syndrome. We question our credibility time and again. We question ourselves time and again. Am I good enough? Will I be able to do it? And somewhere we communicate to the universe that I'm not ready enough for the opportunity that you're bringing my way. And I did that for a while until I was pushed to a corner where I had to relook at my entire journey till then and say that, you know what, these three are my critical roadblocks. Let me overcome them because I'm already in a spot and things are not working out my way. Worst case scenario, I will remain in that spot. Trust you me, that was the best decision I took for myself because the moment I overcame those three challenges, it's been a, a never-look-back journey. Right. A few facts that are hard to digest, but how you overcome them, that matters. And now if you look at the hind- hindsight, right, it, it feels so powerful and whatever the decisions that you have taken, you are going to appreciate them. So that is one example that uh, resonates very well with many women that are watching this episode or listening uh, to this conversation. Before jumping into core of today's topic, like leading like a woman, first let us understand the difference in leadership between men versus women. Is there any difference as such? There's a lot of difference. And that's not derogatory to the other gender because I believe that it's a hand-in-hand walk together. We are made differently And I think for a larger reason, because what one gender brings to perspective, the other gender brings a different perspective to the table. So you can't say that it's a win-win only on one side. Having said that, the world that we live in is hugely masculine. So our our sense of power, our sense of success, our sense of uh, self-belief has been very masculine in nature. So if you're making a lot of money and you're being aggressive in your uh, career and you um, are not that being that home oriented, uh, you know, that is when you are saying that, all right, now I'm on my success path. What differentiates the man and a woman at work is the fact that men think a little differently than than women. Women innately bring in a sense of compassion, empathy, But at the same time, women are great taskmasters as well, which is a quality which has not been recognized that enough because our empathy and compassion and emotions have always taken the forefront and perceived as a weakness. Whereas if you see the past three years of the pandemic itself, decisions that have excelled and made a difference in people's lives and have been able to somewhere control the spread of the pandemic have been decisions made on empathy and compassion. So they are superpowers. And that set of superpower, the women force bring into the corporate world. And that's the space, that's the differentiator, which so far has been looked upon as not a great uh, element towards leadership. But uh, time has proven that we need to kind of own our femininity and bring that element to the table for the larger good of all, even the economic benefit of the organizations that we work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two things have stood out from your previous answer. One is the empathy and compassion, right? So what I feel is maybe women carry that empathy and compassion by default and add that human element during the 
leadership conversations and in terms of nurturing the budding leaders and in many facets of the entire career journey apart from this are what are other benefits okay that you would like to highlight in terms of when we have women at the fore or women in the leadership positions so if you look at data and statistics women play a massive role in the economic contribution towards global gdp growth right in fact uh, going by the statistics of the um, world economic forum and other such uh, forums if women reach a stage of equality and contribute economically we can add almost up to 3 to 5 trillion dollars just by 2025 to the global economy so which means that here we are not only just talking about the softer element of being a woman and feminism and all of that we're talking business we're talking what we bring to the table in terms of economic growth and development how does that happen that happens because a woman at work innately also has the quality of involving and doing things for a larger benefit for a community benefit there's an age old saying that educate a man you'll educate a home educate a woman you'll educate a village right so which means that women have always been community driven they have always factored in you know the the phases of the employees that they're going through and if you see i mean look at look closer home right i can tell you for my myself um, my biggest taskmaster has been my mother and my biggest nurturer has been my mother right so which means a woman can play multiple roles at the same time and get the work done look any household the women get the work done so uh, therefore you know what i would say is that we've got to kind of visualize leadership in a manner which is more inclusive in a manner wherein women are able to co- contribute more towards the growth of the community because when that happens you're automatically adding to the economic growth of any organization or even a country yeah in in fact you remind my childhood uh, the way my mom has played a critical role in shaping in uh, all of our siblings to into great uh, individuals and all right so she has taken the role of both the taskmaster as well as the nurturer and also thanks for highlighting that and um, you see these are all some wonderful qualities that uh, are innate to women right so what factors impact women's ability to lead others i think the one very important factor is and that's been scientifically proven as well if you look at the brain of of a woman versus a man a woman is a multitasker whereas a man can handle two maximum three tasks at a time a woman could handle 10 tasks at a time that does not dilute her efficiency towards those tasks right so that is one differentiator where if you're saying that you know towards leadership how do women play a role women play a role because they can multitask between several uh, asks uh, that are that are put to her and deliver effectively on every ask so this this was one thing that i wanted to highlight here yeah multitasking and without diluting the efficiency okay now uh, let's talk about the barriers in to the women leadership what do you think is the most significant barrier and in your especially in your case right what has been the most significant barrier like you highlighted one thing about your marriage which impacted your project assignment and all is there anything else that you would like to call out in this conversation 
So I'd like to answer the first part of your question first, which is what are the barriers, which is that one significant barrier of women in terms of their career growth and, uh, you know, uh, leading their trajectory towards leadership. And that one barrier of my experience of interacting with thousands of women across the globe has been that one is very seldom do we have our ask. We don't know what we really want. And therefore, there is a lack of voice uh, in, in a room and, and therefore we're not heard. So the biggest challenge um, I feel is that women don't have a voice enough also backed by the fact that they don't have clarity in where they want to head to and also the fact that they don't ask for that clarity. I've seen a lot of women in organizations, very credible, very capable, but sitting on their desk for their managers to identify talent in them and then upskill that talent. You know, vis-a-vis men would say, hey, this is a skill I have and this is what I can bring to the table. And therefore, voice out a need of being coached or mentored on that skill and how that skill can then add value. So it's about having your ask clear and have, you know, making that voice heard. That's a challenge I feel a lot of women have and which is not very difficult to overcome. Talking about my biggest challenge in my journey has been lack of support. The only reason why this whole tribe and this whole empire of corporate diva came into being in the first stage was because when I was in a stage of life in my professional journey needed support of you know we've got sisterhood all over in the social system we have our aunts our our mothers our sisters and everybody we lack a professional sisterhood ecosystem and I needed that ecosystem to fall back when I was grappling with certain life stages and professional life stages um, in my own career path. So when I realized that lack of support and how that impacted my career journey is when I set out to convert that challenge into something more meaningful and create this whole tribe of corporate diva and, and the work that we do across organizations. So lack of support was my biggest challenge, but uh, those were, I'm talking almost about two decades ago. Today we have technology and uh, it will again fall back to the fact that do we have our ask clear? Am I asking for support? Because today support is available. Well, first of all, congratulations on starting this corporate diva. Like uh, you face, you have come across some problem and you came up with the solution which is helping thousands of women across the globe. So really appreciate all the work that you are doing. And uh, typical now, let's also talk about uh, navigating these power structures, right? Of course, navigating power structures is essential for both uh, women leaders as well as men leaders. But how can women, since we are focusing more about empowering our women leaders within the community and provide them that sort of ecosystem and also it would definitely benefit all the women that are listening to this episode. If you could highlight how can they navigate power structures successfully? Sure. I think my learning through this journey of mine has been that power structures also are built around a lack of awareness and a boxed percep- perception. I'll give you from my own example. When I was heading out with this whole concept of corporate diva towards women leadership development, one is I kept my ego aside and I started literally from tra- traveling the roads of Bangalore and knocking uh, you know, offices of organizations, telling them what I had in mind and how value can be created and all of that. But before I could even speak, 
the word corporate diva diva in particular didn't let me go forward to even meet up with the hr people there were several times where i was shown the door the exit door saying that madam diva no we don't want to get a ramp walk done in the office right and i was very clear that diva people have a boxed feeling and understanding of it but diva is a feeling every woman at work who shows up to work at par with the male fraternity overcoming all the challenges behind scenes so diva is a mindset and every woman needs to feel a diva it's 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 a feeling rather than just you know the glam part of it so a lot of mentors who came my way also told me that you know what this word diva seems to be a hurdle in your journey why don't you give it a more corporate name so that it opens doors for you now that's where perseverance and self belief comes into play right i stuck on to the word diva because i knew what it has to mean and i knew that if this this tiny little iota of i'm not actually setting out to do the kind of work that i want to do so therefore i i was insistent on diva there were a lot of setbacks that came uh, a lot of opinions that came but because of that strong belief in self I finally reached a space where 3 years ago the client that who showed me the exit door because of diva and did not want to get a ramp walk done called out to me of course people change and you know the rotation happens in organizations called out to me and said that uh, madam we want you to curate a women leadership development program for us and uh, if possible can we position it in a manner like how corporate diva is positioned that was the victory for me that's been the biggest badge i have earned where the term where diva showed me the door uh, to exit out of not even meeting the people and telling what i'm wanting to say to somebody saying that we want you to curate something for us with the brand value of diva so how do you navigate power structures you navigate power structures one is by keeping your ego aside setting second is to provide awareness to people probably they come from a very boxed perspective and third most importantly is to believe in yourself if you believe in yourself and you're convinced about it then just go head on with it do not switch gears just because somebody else comes with their perspective and you've got to kind of mold into their perspective that's that's fabulous and very inspiring story all right so with that let's move on to the next part uh, can you can you also highlight uh, certain global challenges that women are facing especially women in workforce are facing today you know what you'll be surprised um i was sent to uh, israel uh, on a scholarship by the government of israel for four weeks and we were uh, 23 women selected from 23 countries uh, for that particular scholarship and uh, the world often talks about oh indian women need empowerment you know they struggle with biases and stereotypes and all of that but with that exposure of literally every woman representing a country i realized that the challenges are very similar most of them suffer this whole prejudice of uh, stereotypes of uh, gender bias of maternity being one big challenge of uh, their you know the feminine elements that they bring to work being perceived as weaknesses rather than uh, strength but i think the two factors that every woman is hungry for is dignity and respect of the labor that they bring to the table 
often women's work in particular is not given the kind of respect and dignity as what men's contribution is made uh, for so i think uh, globally yes because i had a georgian lady in that batch and she said that you know what i was a single child to my parents and the one thing she wanted in life was to have a nice big happy family so she said i wanted at least five kids and um, every and she has five kids today but every time she had a baby every time she was questioned for the next project and she said i'm still delivering she's done her phd she's done her education she she's she's an authority today in georgia but she said even at this stage every day is a struggle how are you going to balance work and your children so those are challenges that are common to women across the globe but people need to realize that we have a lot of multitasking skills far better than the male gender we can task our priorities well and perform effectively so they needn't worry that much about our pregnancies or our childbirths and our maternities <laughs> such a powerful story so deepika this has been great conversation so far i would like you to share certain things so that our audience will get to know your personal side so if you are okay i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round sure <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me fire the first one can you complete this sentence on a typical sunday you will see me as in deepika dash so on a typical sunday you'll see me very 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 laced out right my boys my husband my hus- my son and my daughter contribute towards the household thing so you'll find the pika very chilled out and lazy <laughs> that's nice at least you are getting to rest on a sunday and moving to the next one can you just describe yourself in one word i'm a philanthropist i believe in giving back to the society at the same time i believe in the dignity of my labor which needs to be paid for so it's a it's a great combination philanthropist 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 superb and here comes the next one did you steal anything from anyone and i'm referring to physical or materialistic well i am a woman of integrity but i think the last thing probably i stole was my husband's heart <laughs> okay then what are your pet peeves well and uh, i'm i'm, a, I'm an animal lover i have a 3 year old dachshund at home uh buddy and uh, i won't say any particular pet peeves i think they are beautiful beings created by god which is why they've been named the other way uh, with the same letters which is dog so the, yeah i mean uh, all animal love here <laughs> <laughs> moving to the last one what is one electronic gadget or the fantasy gadget that you like to see or invent yourselves i think a gadget that can define a woman's worth and her credibility because i think there is still time for her to speak up for herself the world economic forum tells that we're still 99.5 years away from gender equity and equality so if there's a gadget that that can speak our worth and communicate that and put that worth into action for a fast paced closing of the gender gap uh, and especially if it can be done within the timeline line that i'm alive Uh, I think I would any day do anything for that gadget. <laughs> Such a creative one. And uh, with that, let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation: How do you encourage women to not give up, Deepika? I encourage women to not give up 
by just telling them to be vulnerable enough to express themselves in all their authenticity. Most of the times, because of certain perceived perceptions or opinions people have about us and our stages that we go through, we put up a facade. And most of the times when you ask people, how are you doing? Everybody will say, I'm doing okay. They might just be crumbling inside. So the one thing that I would want to leave this conversation is that please, please, please own up your authenticity. Be courageous enough to express your vulnerability. Ask for support because like you, the other side is also equally human. And you never know, you might just be the torchbearer of having somebody else uh, reach out for support rather than crumbling within. Fantastic, fantastic message. And uh, with that, uh, thank you so much, Deepika. Thanks for uh, joining me today. It was wonderful interacting with you and at the same time, so inspiring. And I'm sure uh, this episode is going to add a lot of value to all the uh, women leaders that are aspiring to grow and make it begin their careers as well as lives. Thanks again for your time and wonderful insights. Really appreciate it. A complete pleasure at my end. Thank you so much. And I have done my set of research on your podcast and the kind of passion and effort that goes behind it. So I wrote to you as well, but I would like to mention it here as well. Kudos to all the hard work that you're doing. Keep up the good work. And very soon, we'd want to see you in the top 1% globally <laughs> in podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the best wishes, kind words, as well as the blessings as well. And uh, as I keep telling, this is all because of... Uh, uh, strong ecosystem that we have built for ourselves and uh, people like you are coming forward and supporting and definitely I'm optimistic that we'll make it to top 1% in 2023. Thanks again. All the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. So friends, that was our episode with uh, Deepika Trehan, founder of Corporate Diva. And as I said, the linchpin behind Corporate Diva series, which we are featuring as part of Women's Day month in this March 2023. And before we move into the trivia section, here's a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. So today's trivia is about Michelle Obama. I'm sure it would not be an exaggeration if I say that none of the audience that are listening to this podcast are not aware of Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama was the first African-American U.S. first lady and she was the wife of uh, 44th uh, U.S. President Barack Obama. And today I'm presenting you a few lesser-known facts about her. Michelle Obama, before her uh, time as a first lady, worked as a lawyer and as an administrator at the University of Chicago Medical Center. And she's a strong advocate for education and has worked to promote healthy eating and physical activity for children through her Let's Move campaign. She's also a best-selling author with her memoir, Becoming, selling over 10 million copies worldwide. In fact, she's also an avid reader and often mentions her love for books and how reading has shaped her life. She's a talented public speaker and has given several well-received speeches, including at the 2008 Democratic National Convention. Michelle is a strong advocate for women's rights and has used her platform to address issues such as pay equity and work-life balance. Michelle is also a lover of music and has a 
playlist that includes artists such as Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, and Beyonce. In fact, she's also a fan of the Chicago Cubs and has thrown out the first pitch at a Cubs game. Interesting, isn't it? Overall, she's a great inspiration to all the budding women leaders. And uh, the Guiding Voice platform wishes more power to her so that she keeps inspiring many more women across the globe. So that's all for today. And before I let you go, folks, in case if you have any women leader okay, who could add value to the Guiding Voice platform, please recommend them to me. You can just reach out to me through social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but on a mission to make the world a better place to live through the conversations that matter, through the conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.